You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Whether you're hunting the back 40 or chasing game deep in the backcountry, the all-new Razor Guide Pack from Outdoor Edge has it all. Coming in at only 12 ounces and in a premium wax canvas roll pack for compact storage and travel, the Razor Guide Pack is seven blades in total, including a 5-inch replaceable blade folding knife, a 3-inch replaceable blade caping knife, and the flip and zip saw for wood or bone. For more information, visit OutdoorEdge.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the Antler Up Podcast, brought to you by Tethered, the world's best saddle hunting equipment, and we have a fun show for you today. On this week's episode, I made the trip to Allentown, Pennsylvania to visit Antler Up teammate Jim Diagostino. We had a full day of working on bows, getting some other gear set up for 3D and hunting season, and Jim is a bow technician and truly loves the process of building the ultimate shooting bow for any individual. From talking about my new archery setup, gym setup, and other pieces of gear, we get into some really good stuff. To kick this episode off, we discuss some of the new features of really all 2023 bows and what we liked and maybe didn't like. We covered some of the not-so-glamour pieces that really make a difference in your overall shooting experience. Although this is a quick hitter, it's always fun to record an episode in person and get a chance to work alongside Jim as he prepares really any bow and especially my bow to perfection. Enjoy this fun episode. We'll see you next week. Thanks again, everybody, for all the support. Really means a lot. Thank you for all the messages this past week from my success from Ohio as well as from Pennsylvania. And with that, if you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review on either iTunes or Spotify, wherever you find it. And if there's any guest or any topic that you would like us to, to cover, please let me know. Either shoot me a DM, shoot me a text, shoot me uh, an email on our website, anything from anybody. It doesn't matter. Just any topics. We're always interested in meeting new people, talking hunting, talking gear, whatever it be. And before we dive into this week's episode, turkey season is in full swing right now. And I plan on doing an episode or two recapping, well, just one episode recapping my two turkey hunts from Ohio and Pennsylvania since I was really lucky enough to tag out and bolt uh, stapes on opening day so with that I was able to put the tethered m2 vest to work this thing is extremely modular extremely durable and it had everything I needed for my hunts tons of great videos on a variety of ways that you can set this sucker up it's really the ultimate running gun hunting vest made right here in USA so check it out over at tethernation.com 
Also, Shea Butler Knives keeps dropping out some awesome knives. He has a new one out, brand new Hornet. But if you really are in need of a new hunting knife, whether it be the Whitetail Knife, the Reverence, uh, check them out over at SheaButlerKnives.com. Use code ANTLERUP25 and you'll save 25% today. America's Best Bowstrings has been manufacturing high-quality custom bowstrings in the USA since 2006. America's Best Bowstring strives on the commitment to never end the search for perfection, and this has been the driving force behind the company. Innovative products for every archer out there. Go create a custom set today at americasbestbowstrings.com. Spartan Forge stands at the nexus of machine learning and whitetail deer hunting to deliver truly intuitive and science-based products that saves the hunter time spent scouting, planning, and executing their hunts. You have deer prediction, journaling, and the best maps on any hunting app platform there is. Use code ANTLERUP to save 20% off your Spartan Forge membership at spartanforge.ai. Last year was a wild year for censorship for hunters and anglers. We partnered with social media platform Go Wild to combat mainstream social media censorship. Go Wild was built by outdoorsmen and women by hunters and anglers just like you. Go Wild is a free social community. Not only are your photos not censored, they're encouraged on Go Wild. And Go Wild gives you points for things like sharing your trophies, gear reviews, and inviting friends. As you earn points, you unlock awesome rewards too, such as gift cards, free swag, knives, huge discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex, and so much more. And if you create a free account, you can unlock $10 just for trying it out. Visit and download GoWild.com to get started. Jim, what's going on? Not much, brother. Just uh, enjoying... The day. I'll tell you what, I love coming down here because a couple of things usually happen. One, we get a lot of g- cool photos and videos and things like that of our bows and just things like that, right? Mm-hmm. But also, we go out to eat, we get a chance to hang out because obviously we live two hours and yeah. two and a half hours away from each other. But when I come back home, we're, we're obviously closer being on the northeast side of things. But it's always good to be here, man. Yeah, it's always good to have you, dude. It's uh, we finally get a chance to like just kind of let your hair down or whatever, if you will, you know. Yeah. You just us just doing what we love to do, tinkering on bows, shooting bows, and just hanging out. Dude, we've shot a lot of bows the last couple of weeks recently. We've put bows to the te- through the tests, man. Between setting up and shooting bows that like you know some of my other customers have brought in to ones that we've shot out at the um great american outdoor show right right when we were out there for you know working with tethered um to the bows that we personally own we've shot everything that's out there right now all 2022 and 2023 models yeah and i brought down the pse fortis 30 which is the new 2023 bow for them that's taken the xf series that's what i shot last year and this bows i would Pretty much other than the accessories and the new cam that I'm running, pretty much everything stayed the same with it. Obviously, 30, 30-inch 30 axle-to-axle, the new upgrades to the accessory-type things. We'll we'll dive into that, but that bow I shot really well, the XF, right? Mm-hmm. And I felt very comfortable with that. I feel like that 29 to a 32 max is my bread and butter for ATA, but I feel like a 30-inch mm-hmm. is my sweet spot. Yep, I agree. 
I agree. Jeremy's a 27.5-inch draw on most bows. Yeah. And for his draw, his height, everything, it just works out that that's a very, it's a very stable, forgiving, just comfortable Right. all-around shooter for yeah him. and for most and I, and then for other bows i am a 28 inch draw like it, it like you said it varies yep. um i think like when we tested out the matthews phase four i'm pretty much a 28 i can make a 27 and a half inch work mm-hmm. but i think a 28 is probably without me yep kind of adjusting any type of form yeah. is is what fits me best but no it's it's great you have a i know we've talked about it last time here on on the podcast when i was in here and we did one live it's you have it all you have all the leading high-end draw board you know your your bow press and the space in general like you have a perfect setup of shooting you know you could yeah, we could we could a paper tune and I could shoot 15 yards down here. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I try to have all the top tools and, uh, you know, uh, instruments needed to, to make sure that all your equipment's dialed. I mean, it's, it's what I, what I'm passionate about, not only for setting my own stuff up, stuff for my wife, my son, but for, obviously I do it on the side, you know, as a little extra income mm-hmm. to help pay for the hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, so I make sure You've been that, doing well with that. Yeah. I'm doing really well. It's at the point now where it's like, uh, you know, um, I don't really advertise or anything. It's just kind of like a friend of a friend or, a, you know, word of mouth type of thing. And I've had to turn some people away because, mm-hmm. you know, I have a full-time job and I have a family. But, um, you know, I'm trying to take care of as many people well, as you, I can. And just to quickly, and if you haven't missed, you know, Jim has his um, Bowtech Nishin certification as well. So, you're like, you, you're not just. Yeah, I'm not just an at-home bow, like tinker guy yeah. i mean that's how it all began right that's how most people begin right. and you know what there's probably are guys out there that don't have the documentation that are probably better than i am and that's fine yeah but uh, i did go to school for it um kind of you know there's right. it's, it's like a, a week-long course and you get certified and the whole deal and there's some tests involved but um i wanted to have the paperwork to back it not only to maybe learn something in the class that i didn't necessarily pick up throughout all my years of of tinkering personally and with my dad and, and right. other, other people but um, but I also wanted to have the documentation that if someone, you know, that I'm not, I don't know well where to come to me, I could say, you know, they could feel more comfortable maybe knowing that I right. have some yeah, sort no of backing. I like it. So. Well, uh, just a quick run down the bow here. The PSE Fortis 30, 30-inch 30 axle to axle. I'm running the EC2 cams, which is the version 2 of the Evolve cam, yep. which a lot of people, you have that on your EVL. E- EVL. Yep. Um, I shot your EVL, <laughs> we talked about it on the podcast before, when I drew back when it was 80 pounds, 80 I was pounds. like, holy cow, that's smooth, and held it really easily. And so I still went with 70 pounds. Uh, I let my daughter, Nora, she picked out our string colorway this year. I wanted to bring some good luck, hopefully, to myself running these Changed the vibes up a little this yeah, year. Yeah, I did. I definitely it's it's really neat. I so she picked the pink and black speckled platinum series strings and you know while we're down here, it's a charcoal color bow and I'll get into some of the features, but uh, the look of it, I went with a because of the new accessory, they have a Picatinny mount and I'm loving the things that the guys over at Dialed are doing. So I'm running the Dialed Arxos Picatinny site and I have the it's an all black, right? The only thing that's different is the void dial, and that's a, that's a pink to match the strings. But as we were here and we were setting this bow up, we threw like different accent colors. You've been on an accent color 
that's uh, like my jam. You that's know, your I, jam yeah. more so recently. And we threw up the the highlighter high, like lime green, mm-hmm. and we gave it gave it that like big league chew watermelon vibe to it. Yeah. And you know, obviously, I was playing baseball and having that baseball background. It hits home like on that side of things, and it pops, man. It really looks super, yeah. super cool. It's a slick looking bow. It's one of the best looking ones I've put together yet. Yeah. So I got a, a green D, uh, D loop, green on my Vapor Trail uh, Integrate 8X uh, rest. I have that uh, as the rest cord is the green, and then the tying into my peep was green. So it just it all flows together. So I'm really, yep. really ecstatic how it turned out. Like I said, charcoal color, so it really pops. And yeah if anything it's a showstopper yeah. i'll say that you'll definitely yeah. get some uh people stopping to look and say oh let me see that thing yeah you know? and we and we dropped it you know we shot last year's bows at 90 percent let off we were tinkering around with 85 and we ended up going 80 percent let off i snuck one in on jeremy i i, put, I turned his bow to 80 percent let off and i just wanted him to like feel how it was without me telling him what I did. Cause sometimes that's like a mental block for some people, you know, yeah. they're like oh, I'm going to be holding too much weight. I don't want to do that. I, you know, but you need to just feel it out. Right. And I let you draw it and feel it a couple of times. And it takes the complete hump out of the, the back. And not that there was much to begin with, but no, it, not whatever not was there, camp. it's completely gone. So it's, it just stacks all the way through right into your, to the back wall. And, um, I love shooting it that way. And I think you're going to too. Yeah. I'm, I'm ecstatic. I mean, just from ripping a couple shots here, there's a couple things. Now they have that new shim kit, uh, I need to get that because I do need to had a, we had a left tear on it. Yeah, we had a perfect up and down um right out of the gate, but we had a, a slight left tear. Um so we wanted the shim obviously you shim towards the tear. So uh we did that with the shims that were given to us on the bow. Yeah. Um but it just wasn't quite enough. Yeah. So we'll we'll um, get the, the We kit. have the the rest dead center, all the the arrow, everything is straight down the pipe exactly where we want it. I don't want to move the rest yeah. or anything. But going back to allowing you helping me be more comfortable working on my own stuff. Yeah. That's a from watching you and you show me what I will need to do, which is basically put it into press. Once I get the kit, it will have that tool, so it's actually going to be even easier than what you did, yeah. yep. which is super easy. Yep. I'll just be able to pop it out, put the right size in, and get it going, and we should be money. I can't thank P- PSE enough for for guys like me that work on bows all the time. Um, well, because you, this is, like you were saying earlier, this isn't your full-time job, so no. time is – Time is money, man. <laughs> time is time money. Time is important, yeah. Yeah, so that that's that's huge. So, yeah, so that's the, the – sh- the, the bow uh, set up it, it honestly it feels just as good as last year's bow i'm not going to sit here and say it's groundbreaking i mean it's really cool they're they're doing things to keep things innovative with you know the picatinny mount doing things like they added that little stubby stabilizer they added the limb pocket dampeners mm-hmm. a new grip which feels really nice it feels comfortable to me it's a flat streamlined it's it yeah and, I, and that's the kind of grip that i like I'm glad I went to the Evolve 2 type cam, the EC2 cam, because I don't get me wrong, I really enjoyed that S2 cam. I had nothing wrong to say, nothing bad to say. The only thing kind of gripe I guess you I could say about it is as the year goes on, yes, I still shoot my bow, but not, uh, not as much mm-hmm. as I normally do. So, yeah, you know, so on those colder days, and that's, yep. again, I'm a bow hunter at heart. This is what I love. This is, I'm, you shoot. 3d tournaments yep. you like you go for money i don't do that i love going out chasing whitetails in the in the big woods so my bread and butter is going to be i want to be able to control it i want to be able to drop back when it's the heat of the moment on sure. 15 degree weather that bow was easy for me to pull back at that point in time 
in the heat of the moment, I'm I'm hoping I would have been. I could sit here and say sure I could have done fine. it. Yeah. I'm sure I would have been fine, but I'm glad I went with the EC2 cam because it, it, it's it's butter. Yeah, it is. It is butter. Hundred percent. Yeah. And then we tried out other bows. We've tested out. We shot the Hoyt RX7. We both shot that. Yep. We both liked that bow. That was a great bow. Carbon bow. Carbon bow. Yep. Um, did not shoot the new uh, VTM 31 or whatever that it is. We didn't shoot that one. I didn't, at least. I shot that at the Great American Outdoor Show. How would you think of that one? Uh, it was basically like the the one that we had a couple of years ago. Okay, like the Ventum. The like Ventum. The, the yeah, Ventum. Ventum. It, okay. To me, that's exactly what it reminded me of. Um, it, it's It's been so long since I drew that other bow to say that if one was smoother than yeah. the other yeah but just in the feel and the hand initial thoughts it's i feel like they're like finally the coming back yeah i i'm we had that discussion you know amongst us where hoyt's a great product a great brand mm-hmm. a good shooting bow but there it just seemed like they were stuck right like yeah. and they weren't doing anything different enough yeah. to separate yeah. themselves um I mean, obviously, they did, like, the whole Picatinny thing and stuff, too. I think they were one of the first yeah. ones there. Yeah, they were the first. They yeah. were the first ones there. Um, and doing, like, the stubby stabilizer thing. Yep. You mm-hmm. know, those little things that are, are neat, but they didn't – the whole shooting experience didn't change much. Yeah. And for Hoyt guys, they don't care. That's that's I, what it is. And I've, I've said to you, I, I look at I, – I always enjoy looking at archery talk and seeing what 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 bows are for sale a lot. And, and and you kind of go, why? And I said this to you, man, you do not see a lot of newer Hoyts on no, there. No. So the, I, people like them. They're, they are a great shooting bow. So, and I, I, again, I have not I have nothing really bad to say, and I've said that on a podcast before, where people that have that RX-7 freaking love it. Mm-hmm. it. It's a great bow. Dude, I'm looking at your that your buck right now. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Like on this <laughs> angle. Yeah. he's. It was a good deer. Fucking hammer. Yeah. It was a good Pennsylvania Mountain Deer. Sorry, I got totally squirreled there. But um, I'm trying to think what else. We shot the the Bowtech carbon bow. I didn't shoot the the their aluminum bow. I shot that SS34. Um, it's a screamer as far as speed, I thought, for a 34. So, so that was probably there because I know they do have, like, the performance. That's probably what it was. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. I should have took pictures of it as I did it. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm bad at the reviews. But we were kind of rushed there yeah. when we were yeah. trying them out. And then the Phase 4 29, I thought that was a great bow. We put extensive time into that one. Yeah. Yep. And, and you work on a lot of Matthews. Yes, a ton. I've done quite a few um, over the years that for back – well, when I first started doing this, the VXRs were out. So it was the VXRs all the way up through to the Phase 4. Yeah. I've done quite a few Phase 4s already this year. Um, and that thing is just – Like we tinkered with one today Yeah, that someone had. and Yeah, I wanted you to feel out like at your draw length, like yeah. the whole thing. So we like went through the whole tuning process to see like what it's like to tune a PSE versus a Matthews yeah. as an example. Um, and, and that bow <laughs> just worked out that I had that thing like dead nuts like – First yeah. shot bullet hole, and I was like, "Oh, maybe it was a fluke." Shoot it again and again and again, and we just yeah kept ripping bullet holes through paper. Um, great, great bow, great bow, great bow. Holds good for especially for that um, shorter axle to axle version. Yep, um, it's dead quiet, dead dead in the hand. Yep, um, everything that everyone says about it on YouTube, it's it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> so. it's you know honestly. Man, it is so hard to go wrong with a bow. I think it's it's a personal taste. I think if you know, I've we've heard AJ say it he, to us on the podcast. You got to like what you're looking at, right? And mm-hmm. as long as you like what you're looking at and it fits you and it, and it you shoot it well, then stick with it, right? 
I mean, yeah, it's like that old saying, like you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. But like, if you don't like the cover of the book, you're not going to open it to read it. Right. Um, one thing you we just said, talked about tethered, and we after, on our drive home from anything else like regarding the bows before we kind of transi- transition. Um, because no, we said this I, would be a kind of a quicker one. But. Yeah, I I mean, um, I like I said, I'm really thankful what PSE the upgrades that they made. Um, you know, I think this bow is going to be a it's going to be a little bit slower than what you were shooting last year just because of the cam change. Yep. Uh, which you're okay with. We're okay with sacrificing a little bit of speed because yes. honestly, we're splitting hairs these mm-hmm. these these days with bows. This bow is still going to be plenty fast enough to do things from tack all the way to hammer and anything in North America. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, they made changes in the right places, so I, I, I yeah. think that's it. I don't have a lot of time behind this at all, really. So I can't really speak on this specific bow. But as far as the gear goes, you know, I mean, like I said, I loved that XF. So last year's bow mm-hmm. was a great, great great bow nothing really bad to say at all about it so when i look at what this bow here today and i look at you know i use the arxos regular dovetail site last year mm-hmm. this year I'm, I'm obviously using the picatinny mount system since it has that capability i really enjoyed those dialed sites i i know there's things that they could people say they hope they wish they could improve on like little things but man it's it's a great site and like i like I said, it's... Uh, They're the sexiest sites on the planet, in my, yeah. my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they're definitely, as far as, like, a style and look overall, they're the best out there. Yeah. Um, as functionality and stuff from what I've used, I think they're great. Um, I haven't put enough time behind it to, like, really, like, Give be, it a, beat yeah. them up or not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I'll say is I, I, I know Scott is trying to, you know, they're looking at their... Uh, they're they're looking at other th- other things to make it better. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, minor improvements, whether it be uh, the fa- the fiber that they're using to make it brighter. Like, because that was the one thing that I kind of told him early on. Like here in Pennsylvania, where we're hunting in the mountains, in the big woods, and mm-hmm. the canopies, you know, darken things up. And if it's getting last light, it's yeah. not as bright. Even with that thing yeah. wide open, their point ten pins seem a little dim. I know yeah. that's a smaller pin anyway, but. Yeah. I mean, that's a one nine. So, I mean, um, and I, I was like, Hey man, I, let's get that light going. So I know that light's coming. Sure. So they, they got the, the lens out, um, for people, but yeah, I'm really enjoying the sight picture. I love the bubble on top. So really, man, I, I know people say, is it worth the price, but it's made here in the USA. It's a newer, they're good guys. Really love Scott. Scott's mm-hmm. been a, a good friend of mine so over building since uh over the last year and a half been been a guy that just will shoot the shit with me and all that stuff doesn't even have to talk about hunting yeah. or 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 the the site so it's been really cool to to talk to him but yeah check them out um tolerances are really tight yep from, from what i could tell i mean everything is everything's what you expected from a, a high-end expensive american-made product yeah um I'll tell you what, too. We we're shooting the those Exodus MMT arrows, mm-hmm. um, man. For someone like you and I, love to tinker, yeah. right? We love to. I mean, you make you make arrows for people mm-hmm. uh, for for their hunting for from 3D. indoor indoor shooting paper all the way yeah. to. So you know yeah. what you're doing, and uh, I really appreciate the guys from Exodus going out on a limb and trying something different right mm-hmm. entering a market where for an average guy and i know this is like going to put like it's not putting you out of business but for people that hey jim could, could you make me arrows and you're like hey i'm actually 
I'm deep, man. I can't take you. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you had to refuse people. Yeah. A great option because I, honest to goodness, I'm not talking bad about any specific. Actually, the the pro shop that I I'm gonna have a bad experience with that I'm gonna bring up is no longer around, right? But I brought arrows to a a, a bow shop because I didn't know yet. I wasn't tinkering in that mm-hmm. that side of things. I just began. Dude, I, these arrows were shit garbage just straight garbage i couldn't believe the work and what i paid and how long i had to wait just for a dozen arrows to be built it wasn't like i was waiting whatever but the guys over at exodus if you go on their website you could type in which bow you're shooting your weight your draw length all that stuff and you're going to get a great set of made dozen arrows to you and they spine check them all that stuff and uh you know pretty Awesome guys over there at Exodus to, to yeah, do that. From the arrows that I've shot and watched and seen and checking the tolerances of some of yours, yep, it's, yep. It's, and Aaron, they uh, they they definitely got it going on. It's definitely something not to overlook. Yeah, yeah. Just so, you know, like I said, if you're in a pinch or something like that, and I mean, they're you could get a made incentive. If you just want a solid, versatile hunting arrow, you should not overlook them. Yeah, you know, that's great. They, yeah. I wouldn't say that they're going to be like the top end if you're like a big time target person, but or you know they're not going to be like you know like the you know some of the the victory uh, TKOs or some of those other more a little more expensive arrows, but they're right in that middle ground, and I would say they're like the upper tier of the middle ground. So yeah, good versatile overall hunting yeah. arrow. Yeah, no doubt about it. And th- what I like too is customer service is awesome. Good mm-hmm. dudes. Um, yeah and it, so it makes the products a lot neater when like you know the people behind them and like what they stand for mm-hmm. and who they are personally yeah they're just regular dudes just too. people like yeah. you and i sitting here yeah and uh yeah they'll answer you honestly mm-hmm. you know we had we had fun conversations with them at the outdoor show yes we did but uh on our way here so after we got done stuffing our face at the diner uh we were talking about our setups when it comes to hunting and our comfort level and confidence level. Mm -hmm. I've been confident and there's things that we're tweaking and I've talked about it on a couple, two weeks, two weeks ago, two weeks ago on the podcast about that. I'll still be using sticks, but I'm going to rappel down. And actually uh, someone messaged us on messaged me on, on Instagram and Mm -hmm. said, that's what they do. And they love it. And I, I appreciate that comment because Mm -hmm. that makes, that fires me up. So you're going to try something new, but it makes sense. Right. Right. And it's, you know, I'll have confidence in it. I'm not, it's Mm -hmm. not that I won't have confidence in that. So really looking at that, I'm, I'm hesitant. I know the lockdown's coming out. I know I do sit more. Mm -hmm. I know that's going to cut my ass, cup my ass a little bit better. Mm Mm-hmm. But I love my Phantom. I, you know, I just, I love. I say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I probably, we'll, we'll see. We will see. Um, but you got a nice little. I made some tweaks to my saddle that, yeah. um, you know, I kind of took inspiration from. The lockdown. The lockdown, hands down, you know. Um, as everybody knows, like those, you know, the pouches that you can get from Tethered or various other companies, they work well. The, the drawstring, you know what I mean? Um, but. I wanted something that, you know, like, like the lockdown that it was you was like more work, like a fixed, more, wanted, more fixed and yeah. no flop to it. And, uh, without having it stitched in mm-hmm. like the lockdown and, uh, and to be able to, to work it with one hand. So I got to looking at some of those, uh, pouches that, you know, get, can, can, you could put on like, you know, those, uh, hunting vests or hunting belts, um, that fit, fit into like the, uh, marsupial. The, yeah. The, the Molly webbing. So yep. marsupial makes a, a bunch 
uh, marsupial encophar would make a lot of, of, of good stuff, but I, I'm partial to marsupial. Um, they're, I forget what they're called. It's like an, it's like an add-on pouch for like their mm-hmm. packs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found one that is streamlined and fits the tethered saddle like perfectly. Um, I'll have to get some po- pictures of it posted yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But it is, it works exactly like the lockdown does without having it stitched in. And, and I can customize it now cause I could buy different size pouches depending on what I'm trying to do, um, and move them to where I need them the yeah, best fit. It's but slick. The, whole, the whole thing is very streamlined. So then you said though, now with that, you, you'll, you feel a hundred percent dialed in hundred percent. That was like my missing piece. I was always just a little uncomfortable. Like, a, I had more weight kind of on us. Uh, I was sagging on one side of my saddle versus the other. Just because, like, I put some mileage on when I get it right. when I get out there too. You know, it's not just from being comfortable sitting. Right. It's about getting there. And you picked up the new eight mil ropes. Yeah. Yep. I was always right. running the big ropes just because. Uh, I always had a good purchase uh, on my hands with those and stuff. Yeah. And it was just very like, it just it was comfortable for me. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But obviously, I needed to do something there because they're too bulky and heavy. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. You, you know, you say that. Ro- I know. <laughs> I know. Now we're, 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 we've reached that point when it comes to gear that we're nitpicking like things that don't matter. Yeah. Hey, man, in the big woods, though. Yeah. Ounces mean pounds. Yeah. Dude, I'm so fired up. Um, what else do you got going on? Uh, That's pretty much it as far as, like, the gear goes. I think there's nothing else that – I mean, I I finalized the last of my, um, my, my clothing with First Light. Yep. I pretty much got all that set up now. Um, I made the tra- I was making the transition from Cypher to Spectre for archery into the gun season. I still keep some of my Cypher for some of the later season because that camo pattern seems to pair well with some of the darker timber yeah. and PA. In and the it, has, it has more white in it too. So for Co- correct, yeah. So for that sky breakup. But um, but I yeah, I got my clothing all dialed up. Um, I'm I'm still on the hunt for an insulated pair of crispies. Um, mm. I picked up a pair of Krispies last uh, last year was the first year I actually got to run a full season in Krispies. I know everyone in, out there has uh, been running them for a while and that they love them and, and there's reasons for that. I just uh, didn't make the jump until last year and I'm so glad that I did. <laughs> so Della, I don't know where made you do that. Yeah, one, huh? pretty much. So after I was in, we put some serious mileage on uh, hunting out of state um, two years ago. I was like, I need better boots yeah. for for that type. Because you hunted then too. Also, that was your first year going up with Billy. Yeah, with the uh, with our our uh, PA camp. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You were like, this sucks. Yeah, you're putting enough mileage on. You know, you need serious footwear. Told Archery Challenge comes, and then boom, there you go. But Which I, ones did you get again? I can't remember the Brickstale, uh, or did you get those? Are the Wyoming's? I the think the Wyoming's. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're. No, no, those aren't the Wyoming's. They're right there. I don't know what uh, they are. Yeah, they're not the Wyoming's. They're the the higher top of Thor twos. They look like. The only reason why, because I had the Wyoming's. That's why I know they're not those ones. Yeah. I don't know what they are. Yeah. I want to get it now because I want to know what it is. I think they're the Bricksdale. I'm pretty sure they're those. I want to get it right now. Oh, my god. I want to get it right now. Here, you keep talking. All right. I'll keep talking. Um, but, yeah, so kind of talking about the whole what's your hunting kit and everything. I mean, now's a good time to look, go through some stuff, sell anything that you maybe don't use or did not use, and purchase something else. Yeah, check that tongue. Idaho. Idaho. Yeah. We're both wrong. Yeah. yeah. The Idaho is Idaho the... Idaho, great boots. Yeah, great, great boots. I mean, you can't go wrong with Krispies. All right. Sorry about that. It was going to bother me that I don't know the names of, you of the boots be, that I'm in love with. Yeah, you wouldn't be focusing 
at all. I know. So Idaho's, you, yeah. You got any uh, 3D shoots coming up? Uh, I have three scheduled that doesn't start till June. Yeah. But I have three local tournaments that I'm going to get into. Yep. Um, in the tri-state area here. Um, and then in addition to that, I'll be shooting the R100 again this year. That's mm-hmm. kind of like more of like a, you know, national tournament. We're not shooting tack this year. We're not shooting tack this year. <laughs> so we decided to switch it up. We've done tack for quite a few years in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, although it is one of the, like uh, one of our favorite events of the year, we decided to switch it up, just give a break from it, um, and try something different. So we're going to do Mountain Archery Fest. Yep, May sixth. May sixth. Yep, which works out a little better because it's like closer to us. Yeah, and um, it's just a change of pace, change of scenery. It's like Total Archery Challenge, but just maybe a little smaller scale. Yeah. Um, and they got some cool novelty stuff going on. Yeah, I'm really excited. So the we're shooting the world record course, mm-hmm. which is, was it 25 or 30? I think it's uh, 30. I think it's 30 targets, even if it was 25. Either way. I think, it is, I think it's five more than I think, I think you're right. That's why I think 30 jumps ones. out at me. Yeah. But they have all the like world record, um, like from sheep to whitetail to elk, mm-hmm. all the world records in those classes. They have like shots mimicking those shots and, from and the antlers and the too. antlers are, yeah. are basically molds that they uh, made in exact replicas yeah. of those. For, so it's cool. You get yeah. to all, when you go to pull your arrows, you can go, wow, that's so and so's you know world record from wherever. Yeah, um, and it's kind of cool that you're reliving some of those shots. You know, I think that's awesome. It's going to be neat. Yeah, it's so neat. I'm excited. That's the it's going to be a good time. It's at Camp Freedom, so it's Northeast Pennsylvania. Yep. Uh, then there's another one in June. Uh, I think it's the weekend that TAC will be out in Michigan. So it's the weekend after uh, Tor Archer Challenge. Um, they'll it will be at Montage Mountain, the, like the first two days or something like that. So we we, we might, might try run to, into them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because we're trying to shoot that one, right? We'll see Mike and his group out there. We'll, we'll be yeah. shooting right behind him, I think, yeah. right? Yeah, trying to. We we still got to book that one. We got to figure out that one. Right. But, yeah, so a couple, couple chances to get out there, shoot some foam. Just different, you know what I mean? It's like we said, we're, we've usually have gone to Total Archer Challenge the last mm-hmm. couple of years. I mean, I'll be there for a couple of days with Tethered. But, uh, and, and also for the, for the people that weren't able to, because, you know, if, if anyone's done Total Archery Challenge before, the registration is a freaking nightmare. Yeah. Trying to be, I've, for, for the last few years, I've been fortunate enough. I book an Airbnb like a year in advance. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm always on, I'm on it like the, the very second that that website goes live, I'm right. on it. And even then, it's difficult to get the time frames that you want. But we've been, we were fortunate over the last few years. Um, but if you weren't so fortunate and maybe you just didn't couldn't make it work, don't get discouraged because some of these other shoots are of the same caliber, same yep. same kind of people, same atmosphere. Um, it's going to be just as fun. So ready the bows, man. Ready the bows. That's it. I like it. Sweet dude. Well, dude, today was fun. I I like just coming down here, uh, spending time with you, doing dude stuff, mm-hmm. getting the bows together. Who doesn't like, you know, if you're into archery um, in any form, yeah. who doesn't like tinkering on the bows? Like, I mean, it's like we're like big kids. We just playing with toys yeah. that just shoot shoot sharp sticks, you know? <laughs> Dude, I just, I love though, because it's like you, you got, I know, you, I know you're proud of them and you friggin' should be proud of them, but I love seeing the mounts in here, just seeing 
you know, the, the, the racks, the bone, you, you got some old vintage bows hanging up on the wall. It's just, yeah, I got my, up here, I got one of my first PSEs, PSEs ever, PSC Mach 8 yeah. right there. I killed a lot of deer with that bow. That thing's a freaking giant. Now we're starting to get back to those longer axle to axles now. It's funny how we go like full <laughs> circle with everything. Oh man, it's crazy. But yeah, so to kind of wrap things up, man, like I know this is kind of gear talking and just catching up with Jim, but you know, can't go wrong with any bow just find one heck even if you're in the in the business of of trying to save money you get one within the last couple of years i mean i yeah i got my wife a pse altera yeah um and that thing's charcoal with black limbs it is sharp it's quiet as shit it is super quiet it is super light that thing drives tax mm-hmm. and i'm not lying to you for i think it was a 500 hundred dollar bow yeah you know and if if you're in, I mean, don't look past that one either, dude. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sleepers out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it doesn't need to be the flagship, right? Nope. That has the PBS tuning system, like all of our flagship bows. Yep. That's got. It's almost got it all. Yeah. So yeah. So when it comes to that, like I said earlier, when Jim was trying to find his the name of the Idaho boot from Crispy, I mean, again, if you're on the fence of like, go through your your cabinet, go through your. Uh, your bin of hunting clothes, mm-hmm. like, hey, I didn't wear this the last two years as much as I thought I would. Go throw it up on a Facebook group and try to sell it, make some yeah. extra cash, put it towards something that you would, yep. that you need, maybe not even hunting related. I mean, that's just uh, the case. And he, what what a buck that yep. was. You know, you talked about it a couple episodes ago when it was me, you, Dimitri, and, and Bill. This is the first time you got to see it. This is person. the first time I got a chance to see it in person. And Yeah. Yeah, man. Super proud of him. Hopefully, we could do that again, if not better. Five and miles again, deep, and again and, and again. again and again and again. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> oh, Swolberg. What was? What's your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite piece of gear on your new bow? My you, favorite you piece of one. gear. You gotta pick one. Um, because I'll just name a couple of things. You already said a bunch of them, but I'll just name a couple of things that you might you missed on there, which was, uh, your titanium archery products roller guard. Yeah, great piece. Yep. You got your dialed Arxos Picatinny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got your AAE uh, stabilizers. stabilizers front and rear. Yep. Which you haven't really run a back bar much. No, because um, I, like- I run, I still, I swap out my stabilizers a lot. Like, I, I love the Stokerized um, Stasius M1, uh, which kind of gives it that back bar feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I kind of mimicking what, what you got going on for your balance and everything like that. And that just balanced it really nice. Yep. Yep. Um, you got your Vapor Trail Rest. That's the new one. That's yep. the. Uh, it's integrated. That's right. The new integrated yep. one. Yep. So yep. it works with Matthews. It works with Prime. Or I'm sorry. It works with Matthews. It works with uh, any any piece that has the integrated model to it. So Hoyt and obviously PSE. Yep. And I think that's. I thought that was super easy to work on. Yeah, I did too. Um, we worked with their some of their rests in the past, and they weren't. I would just be honest with you. They yeah. weren't quite as as easy. Yeah. Um, they weren't quite as adjustable and they kind of over through time, um, they gave us some problems and mm-hmm. these, this one seems dynamite. Yeah. I really like this one. Yeah. yeah. I'm really, really happy with this one for sure. Um, that's yeah. it. Uh, of course your American best bow strings platinum series, which that's always our favorite. We can't yeah. even, the, yeah. I will forever put those on. I was putting them on my bow before I even knew any of those people over there. And now that I know them and I built and I, I know them personally and, they are just well that's what's funny about our relationship like as, as building a friendship is we were already already running the same shit yeah it's super funny yeah, yeah. you know we're using the same stuff and yep. so but now knowing the people behind it yeah. um, 
Brian and Christine and them. It's just uh, I <laughs> putting their strings on my bows is like a personal thing now. You know, yeah. I like it's neat. Yeah, you know, yeah, no doubt about it. But no, I've so far, man. Like you said, this is a shooter, and I'm I can't wait. So to... pick your pick your favorite piece. Pick one piece out of the whole bow. I, You're running the Hamsky a, a Raptor peep too. Yep. Yep. Oh, man, it's got to be the strings. Got to be the strings. <laughs> the strings or the sight. I mean, it pops. Yeah. That that sight is. I I mean, I just love the fact that you could swap out the mag. You know, run a different mag if you wanted to. Now I'm running. That's not the three one. Um, just because, uh, that's the one that I had originally on on that because when i got the three i was in moron and i got the point 10 so mm-hmm. i went back to the point one nine on it mm-hmm. but yeah it is i don't know man i really i really love that sight picture so do you want to know what my favorite piece is on my my hunting rig for this yeah. year which yeah. by the way I'm, I'm shooting the omen yeah again i shot at the end of last year because it came out towards the end of last year right um, and now I'm going to hunt with it again. It's hands down my favorite hunting bow. I, I do run the S2 cam, so people think that I'm crazy because, like, I have a, a super fast, super aggressive bow with the most aggressive cam, but um, I have it set 80% let off, and that thing is a absolute rocket ship, and I love it because <laughs> yeah. it hammers. It just hammers animals. Yeah. Um, again, with that bow set at 70 pounds, I'm getting 10 feet a second faster more performance than I was out of my previous bows at 80 pounds. So why not draw less and shoot faster? Right. right? So super revved up about that. Um, But my favorite piece on there, of course, my American's best bow strings, but my favorite piece that I put on that bow um, to hunt with this year, that's different is my total um, titanium archery products, total, total setup. I have the total tap out um, rig on there from from the roller guard and bar down to the, uh, the string uh, stop, the string stop. Yep. Everything is, total tap on there and for that bow if people that don't own that bow because it is so fast you know with speed comes some sound comes some vibration all those things that really don't matter because the arrow's already gone anyway and that mm-hmm. thing is just ready to eat um but it does quiet it down and dampen it down significantly um and the, it made that draw cycle even that much better with the, the roller guard I'm not i, no- even, not I noticed even. the sound even shooting in here when right you were ripping it's, a couple it shots. is uh yeah I, I wouldn't have said, oh, that's that's the omen. Yeah. Like before. Correct. Yep. It is uh yep. So like super, you knew it was the omen. Super pumped about that. So <laughs> if you're if you guys are PSE specifically PSE shooters, I would highly recommend looking up the titanium archery products. That guy makes quality stuff and they fit they seem to fit the PSEs like perfectly. Yeah. No doubt, man. Well, everybody, this kind of wraps it up. I got a, a long drive. I'll I'll get home a little bit before ten o'clock at night. But is that what what time is it? Seven. Seven o'clock. Yeah. Wow. Hey, man. Time flies when you're having fun. And time flies when you're having fun, man. This is this was a good day, and I appreciate you spending time and hanging out and setting up bows and doing fun shit. So I will say this though: you are pretty good at this shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I, I, I will, try really hard. I will say that when it comes to this, that's uh, hard to beat. I'm, I I this is not a shop. If you want to, if you want to come in and just get in and out, like, you know, this is not the kind of thing. Yeah. This is not a shop where you come in and you ooh and ah over the things on the wall, even though I think you did a little bit. Um, but this is a place where it's all about the product that comes out of here. Yeah. I promise you when you leave here that that thing is going to be the best shooting piece of equipment that you own. Yeah. And if not, you bring it back and I'll make it that. Yeah. So that's just what it is. I like it, man. (laughs) Well, let's end it there. And, And thanks again, everybody. See you next week. Antler up.